on behalf of the graduates, the faculty, and staff in the administration of Nazarene Bible College, it is my pleasure to welcome you to NBC's 2020 and 2021 commencement celebration. Please remain seated during the procession of the faculty and graduates. Damas y caballeros, en nombre de los graduados, la facultad, el personal y la administración del Colegio Bíblico Nazareno, es un placer darles la bienvenida a la celebración de la graduación de NBC para 2020 y 2021. Por favor, permanezcan sentados durante la marcha procesional de la facultad y los graduados.
I invite you to stand and join with us in the invocation and remain standing for the hymn. Podrían estar todos de pie, por favor. Tendremos una oración de comienzo y permaneceremos de pie para cantar el himno. Let's pray. Our precious and loving Heavenly Father, on this beautiful day, this beautiful graduation day for us, we honor you first and foremost above all others. This day is very, very special to us, but all praise and glory and thanksgiving go to you because every graduate, professor, administrator, and staff member of Nazarene Bible College recognizes and acknowledges that you, God, brought each of us to this special day. Heavenly Father, it was you who gave the call to the ministry. It was you who led and guided us to seek to prepare ourselves to be ministers. It was you who brought your called men and women together with this Christian university made up of professors, staff, and administrators. You completely and entirely provided for each program. You sustained each student through every course. You were alongside of them every single day and night. You were there at the very beginning of each of our stories, and throughout the years you have been faithfully walking with each one of us all along the way. Father, you were teaching through the teachers. You inspired during the lectures and the class discussions. You intervened thousands of times during difficult moments and you sent miracles almost every day to keep both student and educator going when it just seemed impossible to continue. Therefore, we thank you today for blessing this culmination of many years of study and the commencement of many years of service and ministry, and we ask that you enable us by your Holy Spirit to glorify you today through this graduation service. This service will be like no other because you are here. And we ask this in the name of your Son, our Savior, Jesus. Amen. Please find in your program the words to this wonderful hymn that is so appropriate for us. We are all one in mission. <clears throat> Yes. 
the lives of others by God's surprising grace. So every folk and nation may feel God's embrace. We all behold one vision, one stark reality. Yet resurrected Jesus gives rise that we may share free reconciliation and hope amid despair. Now let us be seated. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. This is the message that we have heard from him and declare to you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. Jesus said of himself, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but have the light of life. God who said, let light shine out of darkness made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. You were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. We were once darkness, but now we are light in the Lord. Jesus said, You are the light of the world. Let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. So testify that light so that through him everyone might 
believe. As an alumnus of Navarine Bible College, I represent hundreds of graduates who have taken the light of the gospel to the world. We serve across the United States and in many nations around the world. As you receive this flame, you have a charge to keep, a God to glorify, and a never dying soul to save. I hand this torch to you with confidence, knowing that you will join the alumni of this great institution in fulfilling the Great Commission. My name is Joanna Austell from Michigan, and my vow is from John 13:35. By this all men will know that we are his disciples if we have love for one another. My name is Yi Rao. I'm from China. I want to dedicate my life in serving God's kingdom. This torch is representative of life. I received the call from my father, which is in heaven. He said, go into the earth and win souls for me. He is inclusive, not exclusive. If I can help somebody along this way, then my living will not be in vain. My name is Evangelist Sandra Rumpf Jackson. I am humbled to stand here to answer the call from my Savior, Jesus Christ. Bless you. My name is Travis Stockelman, and inasmuch as God has, been, has seen fit to draw me to himself and provided an opportunity for me to benefit from an education, I vow to use these gifts for his glory in the best way that I know how, whether in writing or managing my online resources or whether in teaching, preaching, or counseling in person. I resolve to do everything in my power to glorify him and his kingdom. Allison Delaney from Indiana. I vow to equip and empower the next generation in a way that they can lead fearlessly and boldly in Jesus Christ. Cassandra Eister, Pennsylvania. I vow to equip those who come after me and the children of tomorrow, and to build my ministry and the education of those who follow me. 
My name is Ligia Ambriz from Caldwell, Idaho. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Throughout my whole life, I have learned that it's important to follow Christ first in anything you do. It is my desire today to continue to follow that path so that I can make a difference in the life of others. My name is Alyssa Bolton. I am from Michigan. When I was eight, my first verse that I memorized was, what does the Lord require of you? To act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with your God. Micah 6, verse 8. This is my life verse. Um, my name is Kaylin Bright. I'm from the East Coast, Dover, Delaware. And um, in my call, I read in Acts chapter 26 and verse 18 that he was sending me from, to turn people from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to the power of God. Yes. My vow is to fulfill that commission and with the knowledge that I've learned from NBC and the wisdom that God gives me, I would like to um, walk beside those and people who struggle to be there to help them along their path. My name is Williams Pierre and I'm from Haiti. Tonight I am very happy to be here and in one word I can say that God tonight surprised me. It was, it was not my dream, because if it was my dream, I would be able to glorify myself. But tonight, I can say it was God's dream. That's why, in order to glorify myself, I want to glorify God to help me achieve this title. It's very good for me to be here. And I'm happy to be part of God's mission. And in one word, I can say, God chose me to help others. And I'm happy for that. God is good. All the time. All the time. God, is God is great. God is faithful. And God is love. Hear my Lord, send me. My name is Jolinda. Doesn't matter where I'm from because my eternal home is heaven. And along the way, I vow to lead, to, I vow to serve with ethical leadership and a deeply rooted faith, one that will allow me to live and to serve as an ambassador of Christ. 
My name is William Castellanos. For I no longer live, but it is Christ who lives in me. In the life I now live, in the flesh I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians 2.20 And I vow to serve God and bring others to the knowledge of salvation in Christ Jesus, his Son. Thank you. El Espíritu de Jehová está sobre mí. Me ha ungido el Señor. Me ha enviado a predicar las buenas nuevas a los abatidos, a vendar a los quebrantados de corazón. My name is Dairin Lovan. I'm not longer live, now Jesus live in me. My name is Alejandra Martinez, and today God made, opened my heart what he really intends for me because I was afraid that I wasn't good enough. And Pastora Dairin, she's been my mentor all these years. And when we were practicing, she passed the torch to me. And that's when God gave me the verse that he wants me to, to know and what he's expecting, expecting of me. So I'm like Joshua, always a follower, but now he wants me to be a leader. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Because the Lord God is with you wherever you go. Mira, que te mando, que te esfuerces, que seas valiente, que no temas ni desmayes, porque Jehová tu Dios está contigo donde quiera que vayas. My name is Eleanio Spina. And I'm humble here to serve a God who's faithful, a God who called me, and God who provided me, and his presence is always with me. Today, I vow to continue to serve him in his love, in Jesus' name. I'm Karen Vasquez. Saved by the grace of God. At the age of 21, God called me to serve him. And in his word, he's telling me, have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous. The Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Joshua 1 9. And I'm here humbly to obey my God. He has been so good to me. 
He has been faithful to me until today, and I'm ready to serve him. My name is David Graham. I am from Colorado Springs. And I want to tell you that I had a professor that invested in me, trained me, and believed in me throughout NBC. His name was Dr. Ron Attic. He's with the Lord today. He believed in our students, and he believed in me. In a way, he handed a mantle to me. And that mantle, where God says, I found David to be a man after God's own heart. And that is the man, as Dr. Attic was, I will try to be. A man who will continue to seek God's will and go where he wants him to go as his pastor, as his missionary. My name is Richie Griffith, and I'm from Tip City, Ohio. Before entering Nazarene Bible College, I had heard for years that we were waiting on a move of God. But what I've discovered through my time at NBC is that we're not waiting on a move of God, that we are a move of God. And I vow to live like Jesus, to communicate like Jesus, and most importantly, to love like Jesus, to shine bright just as the flame we hold. My name is Deanne Turley, and I vow to spend the rest of my life in the true vine, in Jesus, so that he may move through me in whatever way he chooses, so that I may love him the way he has loved me, and so that I can extend grace and power and mercy to everyone that I come into contact with. And I say to the Lord, before all of you, here I am. Send me. My name is Amanda Sosa de Aristondo. I'm from Bentonville, Arkansas. My vow before the Lord is that with the help of the Holy Spirit, I am committed to modeling and training the church in the fulfillment of the great commandment and the great commission. I received Paul's words to Timothy, in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, preach the word, persist in doing it, in season and not a season, correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience, with out of season to teach, with carefully instruction. My desire is to finish my race with joy and the ministry that I received from the Jesus Lord to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. As one of my professors said, it is not enough to finish the race. The goal is to finish it with joy.
Kevin Campbell, pastor, Senatobia, Mississippi. Empty and broken, I came back to him, a vessel unworthy, so scarred with sin. But he did not despair. He started over again, and I blessed the day. He didn't throw this clay away. Now he is the potter, and I am the clay. Molded in his image, he wants me to stay. But when I stumble, when I fall, when my vessel breaks, he just picks up those pieces. He doesn't throw this clay away. Over and over, he molds me and makes me. Into his likeness, he fashions the clay. A vessel of honor, I stand today, all because Jesus didn't throw this clay away. Good afternoon. My name is Randy Seedorf. Hebrews 11.6 says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And so today I vow to step out in faith and preach the word of God. This is my vow. As a member of the freshman class at Nazarene Bible College, I represent hundreds of men and women who are finding their ways to this institution to have their lamps trimmed for more effective service. Because of faithful servants who have come before us, because of more, because of faithful servants who have come before us, we have seen the light and we have followed the true light of the world. As we have listened to your vows today, our hearts are strengthened to pursue with greater determination the years of our preparation. Someday soon, we will pass this torch to those who come behind us, and we will continue to follow in your footsteps. In every age, God has called out men and women just like you to be his faithful servants. You have been called to join that great company who seek to follow in the steps of our Lord and fulfill the great commission. I pray that you will today and always keep a clear vision of your call and that God will grant you the strength to fulfill the ministry he has assigned to you. Go forth now as God's servant. Remember his presence often and draw strength from it. Amen? I'm just going to say this. You did really, really well. You really did well. So proud of you. Sin. 
And they don't even know the danger they're in We who are called to the glorious light Must shine like a beacon of love in the night We will carry the torch We will lift high the flame We will march through the darkness with the light of his name Till the glory of God Is seen by the world We will carry the torch of the Lord No foe can defeat us There's no need to fear For the Lord goes before us To make the way clear with our hearts all aflame, let his fire be spread to give light to the darkness and life to the dead. We will carry the torch, we will lift high the flame, we will march through the darkness with the light of his name to the glory of God is seen by the world we will carry the torch of the Lord the torch is our Savior the hope for all men and as we lift him up we will draw all men to him we will carry the torch we will lift high the flame we will march through the darkness with the light of his name till the glory of god is seen by the world we will carry the torch of the lord we will carry the torch of the Thank you, Pastor Spiker. And uh, you've been waiting for this moment, right, graduates? And you who are watching online who could not make the trip to Lenexa, Kansas for this great day, graduates, I want to say this is your day, and we celebrate you. And uh, I'm, I'm so thankful that you've made the trip to be here for this occasion. But we know that you did not make this trip alone, right? You had family members that supported you through those long, long nights. Did any of them write your papers for you? No, that's not fair. No, that's not fair. That's not fair. But I'm, I want to recognize them today. So if you're a family member of a graduate, would you please stand? And graduates, give them a round of applause, would you? Amen. Amen. And we'll be celebrating as they walk across this platform today and receive that hard-earned diploma. We also have some uh, special folks sitting up here and sprinkled throughout the crowd today, and that would be our administrators, our faculty, our staff, 
and their spouses. Would you please stand so we can acknowledge you today, faculty, staff, administrators? Amen. Well, I told the graduates that this is a special commencement for me because it's my last. I'll be retiring after this. And uh, my family has, has made the trip to, to be with us on this special weekend. And I'd like, to, I'd like for them to stand. My wife, Cheryl, are, are you in here? There you are, Cheryl. Amen. Hey, keep standing now. Hey, don't sit down yet. Don't sit down yet. 47 years, June the 15th, we've been married. Come on, stand up, stand up. I, I, I got permission when she was 16 to marry her. No, that's not true. Uh, her father was my professor at Olivet Nazarene University. He gave me the once over when I asked for her hand. So Cheryl keeps standing, and our oldest son, Tim, uh, and he's got some of his kids in here today, and I think a couple of them have run the limit. So Tim, would you stand? Tim lives in Dallas, and his daughter, Olivia, keeps standing. Uh, our daughter, Rebecca, and it looks like two of her children here, Graham and Titus. And our youngest son, Philip, and his wife, Stephanie. And uh, thank you so much for being here. It, it, it means a lot to Dad and Pap for you guys to be here today. Thank you so much. Also, we're also honored to have my brother, General Superintendent David Graves, and his wife, Sharon. Would you please stand? There might even be some folks in here today that David had the privilege of ordaining into ministry. So thank you folks for being here. We also have a very special guest today, and that is the third president of Nazarene Bible College, Dr. Jerry Lambert and his wife Verla. Would you please stand? Dr. Lambert has been a friend to me, and we've had many conversations through the years, and I thank you for being here today. We appreciate it so much. I told him I'd be joining his status after the service today, probably, so good to be here with you. It's also good to have a former academic dean, Dr. Gary Streit and his wife Marla. Would you please stand? They drove in from Nashville, Tennessee to be with us this weekend, and it means so much to us. We also have a, a, a Vice President for Academic Affairs Emeritus with us today. Where is Dr. Don Stelting? Dr. Stelting, please stand. His wife, Pam, is out there in the audience. The We're so appreciative of, of these folks, and, and, and let's see, Anne. Ann, Ann Attig is here too. Where is Ann? Ann, our librarian emerita. And uh, we, we appreciate Ann 
being with us. And when David Graham referred to Dr. Ron Attig, this is his widow, Ann Attig. And we're so thankful you're here with us today. We have some adjunct faculty members with us. And when I call your name, uh, please stand. Dr. Marty Butler, Dr. Ishmael Joaquin, Reverend Ken Painter, and Dr. Cookie Tressler. It's great to have you folks with us today. Thank you. And with us today are trustees that have joined us, and I want to acknowledge them. Dr. Phil Fuller, who is the chairman of the Board of Trustees, and this has been a busy, busy year for him through this process of transition, and we appreciate his leadership so much. He's a district superintendent of the Virginia District of the Church of the Nazarene. Dr. and Mrs. Dan Cole are here today. He's also a member of the Board of Trustees on the Executive Committee and the District Superintendent of the Nebraska District. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Moises Champo, where, there he is, and they have joined us from San Fernando, California. Thank you for joining us today. And Mr. and Mrs. Sarab Emanuel from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Sarab and Reverend Sean Siegfried is here from Kansas City. So thank you trustees for joining us today and helping us with this celebration, amen. Sorry, I didn't expect him to be here quite so soon. <laughs> but, but it's all right, we're friends. That's right, that's right. Nazarene Bible College has been led by five presidents, Dr. Charles H. Strickland, Dr. L.S. Oliver, Dr. Jerry D. Lambert, Dr. Hiram E. Sanders, and Dr. Harold B. Graves, Jr. Collectively, they have led the college through the ebb and flow of societal, cultural, denominational, and institutional changes, though always with a single purpose in mind, to prepare men and women for Christian ministry. We are grateful for their dedication to the cause of Christ and to the mission of Nazarene Bible College. Thousands of lives, thousands of lives have been changed through the ministry of the hundreds of NBC graduates who have been served by these college presidents. Presidents who served Nazarene Bible College with the equivalent of at least 10 years of full-time service to NBC, and whose service has been exemplary and noteworthy, may be granted President Emeritus status. So on April 7, 2021, NBC's Board of Trustees took the following action. Whereas, Dr. Harold B. Graves, Jr. has served with dedication and excellence during the past 15 years as president of Nazarene Bible College, and whereas Dr. Harold Graves, Jr. has influenced countless pastors for the work in the kingdom, and whereas over 1,330-some students have successfully completed degrees, earned certificates, assumed positions of leadership around the world during his tenure as president, and whereas 7,500 individuals have taken classes from NBC in preparation during his presidency, 
And whereas Dr. Harold B. Graves, Jr. has encouraged, motivated, and inspired a host of faculty and staff members during his 15 years of service, and whereas the Executive Committee of the Board of Trustees is united in its support, love, and admiration for the President, be it resolved that Harold B. Graves, Jr. be hereby nominated for the office of President Emeritus for Nazarene Bible College and with the unanimous recommendation of the Executive Committee of the Board of Trustees. And on that day, the Board of Trustees received the recommendation and unanimously elected to grant emeritus status to Dr. Harold B. Graves, Jr. so that upon his retirement, his title will now be President Emeritus of Nazarene Bible College it is our privilege to, uh, to recognize this honor today. Mr. President, we are indeed so grateful for your years of service and leadership at Nazarene Bible College, not just as its president for these 15 years, but prior to that serving on the Board of Trustees and also serving as the Board's Chair. We're so grateful and we believe in what God has done through you and we're glad to celebrate with you all these fine accomplishments through all these years. God knew what he was doing when he called you to the task, and we are indeed grateful. The Board of Trustees has gotten together and has provided for a very special gift upon this occasion, and today it's represented by this card, and a lot of you know that what that often means is there's a special gift inside. And we'll let he and Cheryl uh, get together later and discover all the joy that's held inside of that, but I would like for you to help me say thank you for 15 years of excellent leadership as our president to Dr. Harold B. Graves, Jr. Please remain standing as we prepare to pray together. And I want to invite you, uh, please, to help me begin our prayer together with these seven words. I'll give them to you, and I'd like for you to repeat them. They're simple. It goes like this. Almighty Creator God, your works are wonderful. Please say it with me as we begin our prayer. Almighty Creator God, your works are wonderful. And today, Father, on this commencement, we're reminded that this is a beginning. I've often found it a little strange that at the end of all this kind of thing, we call it a beginning. But it really is true because every new beginning comes with some beginning's end. And what is constant in all of these things, Father, is you, Almighty God. 
And we say thanks be to God for your indescribable gift, your love to us, and the blessing that Nazarene Bible College is to the world and to the church. And specifically now we celebrate in this commencement these students and their lives and ministries they represent. Thanks be to God. Amen. Your works truly are wonderful. We're grateful that in your providence, you saw fit for the Church of the Nazarene to raise up this institution to prepare men and women to serve the church in the world. We thank you for its beginning and its new beginnings in these days ahead. We pray a special blessing on Dr. Harold and Cheryl Graves, our president, now our president emeritus, and we pray blessings on Dr. Scott Sherwood and his wife, Sherry, our president-elect and soon-to-be president. Father, we need great leaders, humble leaders, devoted leaders, passionate leaders, and we thank you for your constant provision. Today, we pray for insight into tomorrow. Help us to see clearly into the future as decisions are made, as lives are lived out, and as tes testimonies are proclaimed. We pray for new celebrations at every beginning. Today, we pray keenly and intentionally for the mission of NBC because it is more than just a plaque on a wall. Nazarene Bible College exists to glorify Jesus Christ as Lord by preparing adults to evangelize, disciple, and minister to the world. And this mission is being lived out in real time by these brand new graduates. So we want to pray specifically along four key words. First, glorify. NBC exists to glorify Jesus. Lord, remind us that our actions are not about us. And in the testimonies and vows we heard with the torch ceremony, we were reminded about this from our students who are offering themselves to give you glory. Thank you for a faculty that has pointed to you. Thank you for a board of trustees that has pointed to you. Thank you for staff and others who have pointed to you and a student body that gets it and points to you. May we glorify you. We pray that your name will be famous by what we say and do. And Lord, we pray that we will be that evangelizing arm of your great kingdom. I'm glad we listed it first because it's an important part of what you've called us to do. In our manual at times, we talk about the importance of pressing upon the attention of the unsaved, the claims of the gospel. Lord, I pray that we would be that kind of light to the world that people may come to know and see and be genuinely converted by the love and deliverance that Christ brings. We pray, Father, that you would help us as we disciple. It is more than just teaching people about Jesus. Anybody can learn about Jesus. But in your great commission, you called us to teach them to obey. And I've learned that it's much more difficult to teach people to obey than it simply is to teach them about something. So, Lord, I pray that as we become the kind of leaders you desire for us to be, that sinners will be converted and saints will be edified, we pray, is true disciples. And then we pray in our mission, not only will we evangelize and disciple, we pray that we will minister. 
and minister in a word is to serve. And to serve means that we're not going to always be at the front of the line. Maybe we'll be at the back of the line. Would you give us, Lord, enough victories to know that when it seems difficult and challenging that we have been walking with you? I pray, Lord, that you would give us enough challenges so that when people look at us, they know that we're relying on not just ourselves, but that we're persevering because of something that has transformed us internally. Give us tears for our communities, we pray, and for the hearts of lost people that we may minister to the world. We are the catalysts for the great outpouring of repentance, justification, regeneration, and adoption that we desire to see yet in our time. Do it again, Lord, we pray. So today, Father, I say thank you for each graduate represented here today. Thank you for every victory and every sacrifice. Thank you for their precious families and all the support systems around them. And I want to pray like the old-time preacher used to pray, Lord, bless them real good. Just bless them real good. Almighty Creator God, your works are wonderful indeed. And all God's people said, Amen and Amen. Jesus was about to depart to his heavenly home. He gathered his disciples and said to them, as recorded by Matthew, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always. To the very end of the age. This month completes 47 years of ministry for my wife and myself. What would I say to you on this most important day for you? Just a few lessons I've learned over these 47 years. First, always remember your call. Henry Blackaby wrote in a book entitled The Power of the Call, he said that you have been chosen by God for God's purposes in God's time and place to serve him in God's way. You see, we are called not by human will, but by the will of God. Apostle Paul understood this clearly, and he writes in Galatians, Paul, an apostle, sent not from men nor by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead. And then in Colossians, he says, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God. Paul emphasizes the fact that our call is not from men, but from God, by the will of God. Think about that. God, the creator of the universe, the redeemer of all, the sustainer of everything, the sovereign over all time and eternity chose you to serve him. The God who called Abraham to leave the comforts of the familiar to go into the unknown land. 
The God who called Moses to lead his people out of bondage in Egypt. The God who called Joshua to lead his people into the promised land. The God who called the prophets and the disciples. The God who called Paul to the Gentile is the same God that has called you. You are God's called ones. Always remember, you are chosen by him. That's why you came to a place like Nazarene Bible College. And through your years here, we have diligently sought to prepare you to evangelize, disciple, and minister to our world. Now, it's not always easy. It's not always easy. You didn't choose an easy path or an easy call. I, I, as I was thinking about that, I remember to call a time when uh, I was driving. I was a young driver. I don't know, 16, 17, somewhere around there. My dad and I we were driving up the interstate there in Tennessee, and uh, we hit a fog bank. I mean, just, have you ever hit one of those? Just it was almost like a fog out. And what did I do? I put on the brakes. And my dad said, no, no, don't do that. Don't put on the brakes. Slow down and keep moving ahead. Why did he say that to me? He knew there might be an 18-wheeler plowing into the back end of my car. Let me tell you, sometimes you're going to feel like you're in the fog. But don't ever stop. Your father knows best. And he'll lead you through to a brighter day. Second, respond to the commission. Therefore, go and make disciples, Jesus said. As a disciple, you are to make disciples of all nations. Nothing should get in the way of this command. So what does it mean to make disciples? To make disciples means to bring a person into a relationship with Christ and to nurture that person toward Christ's likeness. Making disciples begins by sharing the good news of the gospel. John put it this way, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, aren't you thankful, but to save the world through him. In a world that is broken, living in darkness, with no hope, you will bring a message of wholeness, of light, and hope. And let me just tell you, something I've learned over 47 years, making disciples is not just Sunday work. We are called to make disciples in our going, wherever we are, and whatever we might be doing. Uh, you, you've heard the story of St. Francis. He invited a young monk with him one day to take a trip into town to preach. Honored by the invitation, the young monk jumped at the chance to be with the great and humble St. Francis. All day, he and Francis walked through the streets, the byways and the alleys, and even into the suburbs, they rubbed shoulders with hundreds of people. At day's end, the two headed back to the monastery. Not even once 
had St. Francis addressed a crowd, nor had he talked to anyone about the gospel. Greatly disappointed, the young companion said, I thought we were going to preach. St. Francis said, My son, we have preached. We were preaching while we were walking. We were seen by many, and our behavior was closely watched. It is no use to walk anywhere to preach unless we preach everywhere we walk. You see, we are Christians first, disciples called to make disciples. Therefore, our primary focus is the work of our Lord, to make disciples in the nations. No matter where we work or play or study, we are called to make disciples. Making Christ-like disciples in the, in the nations is our mission. And I ask you today, will you respond to that mission? Will you build redemptive relationships with the people that are in and around you, your neighbors, your acquaintances, and those you rub shoulders with? Third, rely on Christ, your companion. The gospel ends not with a command, but with a promise. You go. You teach. You preach. You love. You tell people about me. And I will with you. As you walk, you do not walk alone. He is with us during the good days and the bad days. He is with us in the happy times and the sad times. He is with us when we are healthy and when we are sick. He is with us when everybody speaks well of us and he is with us when nobody does. He is with us when we are young and when we are old. He is with us in the sunny days as well as the cloudy ones. For 11 years, and for longer than that, I lived in, well, the college was in the very shadow, if you will, of Pikes Peak. That glorious mountain, America's mountain. You know why they call it America's mountain? because Catherine Bates made a trip up that mountain years and years ago and penned the poem, America the Beautiful. It is a glorious mountain. And when I would get up and get in my car and drive to the college, there was about two miles that I, I drove straight to that mountain. Some days that bright, blue Colorado sky just illuminated that mountain covered with snow. Then there would be days and they were rare but they did come when you would get up and you would drive toward that mountain and the base of the mountain even halfway up was covered and all you could see is the peak above the clouds. And I got to tell you, it was breathtaking to see that. There were those rare 
moments when you would get up in the morning and you would look out and you couldn't see it. It was covered with clouds. You couldn't see it. You know something? On those days, I never doubted once that that mountain was there. I never doubted it. And I knew that soon the clouds would roll away and there'd probably be a fresh covering of snow on that mountain. And there was that assurance that came to my heart that no matter what I faced in ministry, I could always count on God being there. Christ never will leave you. He never has. He never will. He is with you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Every year that you walk this earth, Christ is with you. Then Jesus came and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you to the very end of the age. So graduates, remember your call. Respond to the commission and rely on Christ, your companion. God bless you. Just making sure. We now come to the focal point of our gathering here today, the conferring of degrees on the, on the classes of 2020 and 2021. Today we will present candidates who have completed certificate programs, associate degrees, and baccalaureate degrees in ministry. President Graves, if you'll join me now. In 2020 and 2021, there were 38 persons who completed the requirements for the Ministry Preparation Program Certificate. 36 of those persons are being recognized in absentia. At this time, I will ask the two candidates who are present in today's ceremony to stand. Thank you, Dr. Light. Let me extend to you my sincere congratulations for your persistence in completing your certificate program. To symbolize the completion of your certificate program, you now may move your tassel. Thank you. Be seated. In, in 2020 and 2021, eight graduates completed the requirements for the Associate of Arts in Ministry degree. Seven of those persons are being recognized in, in absentia. At this time, I will ask the one candidate
who is participating in today's ceremony to stand. Okay, yeah. Now, now, now uh, let me make a clarification because I'm going to do this about three more times or two more times, something like that. I want to make this clarification. We're in Kansas, right? There's no confusion where we are. But Nazarene Bible College is authorized by the state of Colorado. Now, I know we've no longer on the campus there, but our servers, our computer servers, are in Colorado, which qualifies us to continue to be a Colorado institution of higher education. So when I say this uh, by the commission on, from Colorado, don't, I'm not confused. I, 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 I know I'm 70, but I am not confused, okay? Okay, by the authority vested in me as president of Nazarene Bible College, and by the authority of the Colorado Commission on Higher Education and the Board of Trustees of this college, I hereby confer on you the Associates of Arts and Ministry degree with all of its related rights and privileges. To symbolize your graduation, you may now move your tassel. Congratulations. You may be seated. In 2020 and 2021, 112 graduates completed the requirements for their Bachelor of Arts in Ministry degree. 88 of those persons are being recognized in absentia today. At this time, I will ask the 21 candidates participating in today's ceremony to stand. President Graves, I am pleased to present the candidates who have completed all requirements for the Bachelor of Arts in Ministry degree in that they have fulfilled the requirements of their respective areas of study and upon re recommendation of the faculty and the administration and the approval of the Nazarene Bible College Board of Trustees, I present them for graduation from the college. I would also note that those graduates who have completed the prescribed curriculum in pastoral ministries and pastoral leadership meet the educational requirements outlined in the Manual of the Church of the Nazarene for ordination as elder. Thank you, Dr. Like. By the authority vested in me as president of Nazarene Bible College and by the authority of the Colorado Commission on Higher Education and the Board of Trustees of Nazarene Bible College, I do hereby confer on you the Bachelor of Arts in Ministry with all of its related rights and privileges. To symbolize this degree conferral, you may now move your tassel. Congratulations. You know, wouldn't it have been, wouldn't it have been so much better if, if it had been that easy to get the degree, just <laughs> flip it from one side to the other? No, that's, no, okay, what do we do next? It's my turn. Okay, your turn. <laughs> you may be seated. 
We will now begin awarding the certificates and degrees to the members of the classes of 2020 and 2021. Our registrar, Reverend Duane Mathias, will read the name of each graduate who will proceed to receive the diploma from President Graves. A towel will then be placed on the graduate's arm by the respective program directors, symbolic of our Lord's washing of his disciples' feet and signifying that as graduates leave the college, they will effectively lead only as they serve. So please note these few details. First, this year, NBC is recognizing or conferring a total of 156 degrees and certificates from the years 2020 and 2021, with 23 graduates participating in the ceremonies today. It has become our tradition that when the name of each graduate is called, that family members and friends may feel free to stand in honor of the support and prayer that they have given and clap and cheer as long as you'd like. We know that you wish to applaud. I got ahead of myself, so let me read my script. We know that you, got, you will wish to applaud, so there's sufficient time today. So please feel free to show your congratulations to each graduate as the degree is conferred. College photographers are in place to capture the moment when each student receives the diploma and also when they receive the towel. There's an outside chance, oh no, it says you may wish to take pictures. So, if, so when the person whose pictures you'd like to take, if you want to get up close, you probably need to head over here, but just don't do it all at once. We don't have room for everyone there. So over on this side, on the other side of the photographers, um, just uh, if, you'll, if you'll gather there, take your picture and then return, and then we'll just rotate that process. And just, uh, just a caution then, please don't move to this direction toward the platform until your graduate is next in line to have his or her name read. So, Reverend Matthias, need your help here. Dr. Graves, if you'll come. Student, uh, junior Marshals, if you'll assist the first line. And we'll proceed. Joanna Ostel, graduate, spring 2021, with honors, Bachelor of Arts in Ministry, majoring in Bible and Theology. Amen. Yi Rao, graduated spring 2021, with honors, Bachelor of Arts in Ministry, majoring in Bible and Theology. Sandra E. Rumpf Jackson, graduate spring 2021, Bachelor of Arts in Ministry, majoring in Bible and Theology. Travis R. Stockelman, graduating spring of 2020, Bachelor of Arts in Ministry with a major of Bible and Theology.
Allison Delaney, graduate spring 2021, Bachelor of Arts in Ministry with a major in Christian Education Ministries. Cassandra K. Eister, graduating spring 2021, Bachelor of Arts in Ministry degree with a major in Christian Education Ministries. Ligia Ruth Ambris, graduate fall 2020 with honors, Bachelor of Arts in Ministry, counseling for Christian Ministries major. Alyssa Rose Bolton, graduate spring 2021 with honors, Bachelor of Arts and Ministry degree, majoring counseling for Christian ministry. <laughs> Kaylin Bright, graduate of winter 2020 with honors, Bachelor of Arts and Ministry degree, majoring in counseling for Christian ministry. Willems Pierre, graduate spring 2021 with honors, Bachelor of Arts in Ministry degree, major in counseling for Christian ministries. Jason James Larson, graduate summer 2020, major leadership and ethics. Jolinda Ray Shelbourne, graduating spring 2020 with honors, Bachelor of Arts in Ministry degree, major leadership and ethics. <laughs> William Roberto Castellanos, graduate summer 2020 with honors, Bachelor of Arts in Ministry degree, major ministerios pastorales. Dyrene Levan, graduate spring 2020, Bachelor of Arts and Ministry degree, major ministerios pastorales. Alejandra Martinez, graduate spring 2021, Bachelor of Arts and Ministry degree, major ministerios pastorales. Eliane Aspena Arciela, graduate spring 2020, Associate of Arts and Ministry, and graduate summer 2021, with honors, Bachelor of Arts and Ministry degree, Ministerios Pastorales major. Karen Vasquez, Graduate Spring 2020, Bachelor of Arts and Ministry degree, Major Ministerios Pastorales. <laughs> David Michael Graham, Graduate Spring 2020, Bachelor of Arts and Ministry degree, Major Pastoral Ministries. Richard George Griffith, graduate winter 2020, Bachelor of Arts and Ministry degree, major pastoral ministries. 
Deanne Yvonne Turley, graduate spring 2021 with honors, Bachelor of Arts in Ministry degree, major pastoral ministries. Amanda Judith Sosa de Aristondo, graduate spring 2020 with honors, associate's degree in ministry, ministerios pastoralis major. Kevin Carey Campbell, graduate summer 2021, certificate in ministry preparation program. Randall L. Seedorf, Graduate Spring 2021, Certificate Program, Ministry Preparation Program Major. Two thousand twenty and two thousand twenty one. Absolutely right. Uh, take your programs, and if you'll turn to, to the hymn, the words to the hymn, Lead On, O King Eternal, Dr. Terry Lambright will lead us in this closing hymn, and then Dr. Graves will bestow on us the benediction. Lead on, O King Eternal, the day of march has come. Who of conquest, thy tent shall be our home. Through days of preparation, thy grace has made us
remain standing for prayer. Receive the benediction. The Lord bless you and keep you. I made it through the sermon. Let me try again. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. And may he be forever gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you his peace. Congregation, you may be seated.
Muchas gracias por unirse a nuestra celebración. Los graduados y profesores de NBC están esperando para verlos abajo. Que nuestro Padre Celestial los bendiga ricamente. Están despedidos. Thank you very much for our joining our celebration today. NBC's graduates and faculty are waiting to see you downstairs. May our Heavenly Father richly bless you. You are dismissed. <laughs>